this is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. Good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And I'm joined in studio today by my lovely co-host, Patty Crowley. Hello, Patty. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, do you want to talk about real estate today? Might be a good idea, but maybe we could put that off a little while. You know, um, talk about something else. We do the headlines of the day sometimes. You know that? Love those. You love the headlines of the day? I love the headlines of the day. There's a new study that says that retiring early is actually bad for your health. Hmm. So, Patty, you're my partner. I just wanted you to know you are safe. I'm safe. Yeah, you're not going to be a retiree. <laughs> no, I know <laughs> so You can that. get that crazy idea out of your head. I've got no it. No way I've will we allow that. She's not the brains of the operation, but she is the looks, I will say. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Well, it's have really... you seen me? I mean, everything's relative. Yeah. Patty is beautiful. <laughs> so uh, I thought that we would talk a little bit about pricing because uh, a little while ago we talked a little bit about pricing. Okay. So it's good to have some pricing awareness. Now, by the way, realtors, there are realtors out there, as you know, that are able to get listings – but they're never priced right. That's they true. don't sell. Okay, so there's there's people that have problems prospecting, and they never get any listings in the first place. We do fix that here at Fearless Agent, yes, as you know. And then there's people who get listings and they don't sell because they're constantly overpricing them or doing some other crazy things. Sometimes listings don't sell for other reasons other than pricing. But it's always good to have some pricing awarenesses. So if you want to avoid the tragedies of overpricing and, and uh, you know, the ex- going back to explaining to the seller why their house isn't selling, all that kind of fun stuff, then – and I just got off the phone with a fearless agent coaching students with this big sob story. You heard her. I only heard part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Oh, my God. She violated one of the uh, – the codes of oh, pricing. No. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Are you going to? Okay. So uh, rule number one, pricing awareness. Please write this down, folks. An overpriced listing is worse than no listing at all. Okay. 100% true. To me, now you might say, ah, you know, if I have an overpriced listing, I'm getting the calls off the sign and I could take those people out and put them in my car and show them houses. And I think, yeah, that's what I meant. An overpriced listing. Mm-hmm. It's worse than no listing at all, okay? Pricing awareness number two. There are no problems with your listing that the right price won't fix, okay? okay. You know, some, so every once in a while I'll talk to somebody and uh, they'll say, oh, my listing isn't selling. I can't figure out what it is. I go, well, uh, I think I know what it is. They go, what is it? I go, what's the price? They go, no, it's not the price. I did comps and um, no, it's, oh, it's priced price. right. And they go, no, it's, it's the location. I go, oh, well, you just move the house. No, I can't move the house. Oh, well, then lower the price. No, it's priced right. I checked the comps. It's always really? 
<laughs> I always say, would it sell for a dollar? Well, of course it would sell. For- oh, I think we know what the problem is. Yeah, I think we know what the problem is. So there are no problems with your listing that the right price won't fix. By the way, there's no problems with your real estate business that more calls mm-hmm. won't fix, too. That's another one. So pricing awareness number three. If your listing isn't selling, you only have two options. One option is you could lower the price. The second option is you could lower the price. But at least you got options, you know. But that's not so the the fundamental guiding principle of pricing is this. So I want everybody to write this down. When you are choosing the asking price, you are not choosing how much you're going to get. You are choosing how long you will wait to get what you're going to get, okay? When you're choosing the asking price, you are not choosing how much you're going to get because if that's how you did it, you would just pick 10 gugillion dollars and we'd be gugillionaires, right? So when you are choosing the asking price, you are not choosing how much you're going to get because that has already been decided by God or the market. I the used to be market, so guilty of this, The Bob. market gets to pick the price of your house. Yeah. You don't. So you're choosing how long you're going to wait to get what you're going to w- get anyway. Now, fair market value the market knows what it is. You don't know what it is yet. I don't know. Like if you said, Bob, what's fair market value on your house? I mean, not many people know more about real estate than me. I, I don't know. I have no idea. But the market will tell me. I could stick it on the market and whatever price gets me a showing a day, that would tell me what it is. But So what is the secret to sales? The secret to sales is you have this elaborate setup that gets to one magic question that has no wrong answer and you already know the answer. So I used to travel with Floyd Wickman, my mentor, okay? So Floyd Wickman, to me, is the greatest sales trainer in the history of the world. I've never seen anybody like him. And and those of you who've been through a Floyd Wickman Sweat Hogs program or a Star Maker program or something like that, you know what I'm talking about. So he... uh, he was doing something different than the other people were doing. You know, I would be watching him and I'd say, and I, and I think other people didn't really realize what was going on. They're learning, they're taking notes, they're writing down everything he says and trying to memorize the shtick and do all that. Well, what he's doing is what I call the science of sales, okay? Sales is a scientific process that you can learn it. So this is what it is. You have this elaborate setup that leads to one magic question that has no wrong answer and you already know the answer and they can't possibly get it wrong. That's the way it works. So an example of that is, you know, when it comes to pricing your house, okay? Um, Let's say Patty, I'm going to, now Patty is horrible when she plays along in the radio, she's under pressure, she gets sweaty, she always gets the questions wrong. We're going to see if we can... Last week we were doing math. I was giving her questions. She never gets them right. Let me just say that when you do math, Comedy. you use your calculator. I do use a calculator when because I dropped out of high school. On a dime, you ask me a math question, and I always get it wrong. How many cents are in a dime, Patty? <laughs> I have no idea. Ten See what cents? I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. 
100 cents? So um, the only thing I know about math, now you know they say 80 is the new 60. You heard that? No. But 90 is still 90. That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. I'm so old that 90-year-old women are starting to look <laughs> hot to me. I think that's a bad sign. Uh, my wife is cringing right now. Okay. So quickie pricing dialogue. So let's say we were talking about pricing on your house, Patty. Okay. So this is an IQ test, okay? We're going to do an IQ test. I do not want you to get this wrong on the air. So there's pressure, right? Jeez, Bob. <laughs> okay. So let's say we had many offers on your house, Patty. Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. Yeah. Let's say we never had any offers on your house. Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? That would well, it's good because you have information. Let's say it's we not had. A good thing. It's not a good thing. Oh my God! Do you see what I'm up against here, folks? Let's start over. Let's start over so we don't confuse the kids. <laughs> so if we had many offers on your house, would be a good That's thing a good or a, thing. okay? So if we had no offers on your house, would that be a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. Okay. So what's one way we could absolutely guarantee for sure that we would never ever get any offers on your house ever what could we do price it really high yeah and what's one way we could guarantee we would get way too many offers by pricing it too low yeah so it sounds to me like you're recommending that we underprice your house and by the way i agree with you but let me tell you how we're going to do that see that's the elaborate setup that's the elaborate setup that leads to one magic question and it makes it her idea so is that a thing that I teach in Fearless Agent? No. No, it's not. But it's just an example, uh, although you could use it. So when, uh, when I was a, you know, I was a Floyd Wickman trainer, and we would, we would teach this thing called the dilemma dialogue, okay? So Floyd, I don't know how he comes up with this stuff. But now I kind of do because I'm able to come up with this stuff because he taught me that science of sales. You know, he thought like a salesperson is the, is the deal. So he, he said, um, now there are some rare instances, okay, and this, in these situations where, you know, first of all, when we're prospecting on the phone and you book an appointment, okay, all fearless agent asks – will ask the million-dollar question. So you've already booked the appointment. You ask them a bunch of questions about their house, and then you slide this one in so they don't see it coming. You say, uh, if you were going to win a million dollars by guessing correctly, what price realistically do you think a buyer would pay for your house? Okay. Then they always say, I don't know. And then you say, well, if you did know, what would the answer be? And they go $432,319.15. They know. Okay. Yeah. So we get them to answer that question. So they say 430 Okay. So then you, you know, get off the phone and you start doing your CMA, which if you're new in real estate is Country Music Awards. If you've been around a while, it's, you know, comparative market analysis. So you do. You get the comps and you're doing all that stuff. And then you ascertain that there's no way that that fair market value is really over 400 it's probably 400 okay so they're off a little bit on the price so this is what floyd taught me he says you go and now again the thing i'm going to teach you on those times when your price and their price agree you don't need to learn any of this baloney I'm going to teach you. But on those rare instances when the seller's price is a little bit higher than yours, 
this dilemma dialogue is solid gold. So you go over and you get done with the uh, listing presentation. So you do the nutshell close. So you say, so in a nutshell, that's my philosophy of helping you sell your house for tens of thousands of dollars more than it's actually worth. Would you say that's definitely what you're looking for? And they, of course, always say yes. And I need a yes there. Okay. So I say, okay. So if we can agree on a price, is it fair to say we're going to get the ball rolling tonight? And they say, Bob, you're the guy. Absolutely. We're listing our house with you. Uh, Yes. If we can agree on a price, we're going to get the ball rolling tonight. And I go, okay. So here's the deal. Before we talk about price, I've got uh, a little bit of a dilemma Can I share that with you, Patty? Absolutely. Okay. So um, when we were on the phone, I was asking you a bunch of questions about your house. And I know you know why I was doing that. Okay. I was trying to – I was going to have to go back to the MLS, find a bunch of comparable properties that have sold in the same area recently. And I know you know this, but any house – is only worth what other comparable properties have been selling for in the same area recently, okay? Mm -hmm. By the way, here's the great news, Patty. I was able to find comparable properties, so we are not going to have to guess at your price, okay? That's the good news. But I did run into one little snag. Uh The one little snag I ran into is I was looking in the MLS, and you told me when we were on the phone that you thought your house would sell for 430 Do you remember that? I do remember that. That caused a little bit of a snag because I went into the MLS, I cross-referenced it every way I could, and I couldn't come anywhere close to the 430 but that is not my dilemma. Do you oh. know what my dilemma is, Patty? No, what's that? Yeah, I'm driving over here tonight, and I'm thinking to myself, should I tell Patty what I know she wants to hear, in other words, lie to you, knowing that I'm going to have to let you down later, Or should I level with you, in other words, be honest, knowing that I might lose the listing to some other agent who might not be honest? So I said, I'm just going to leave it up to Patty. You want me to lie to you or level with you? Oh, level with me. Okay. Now, if Patty had said, oh, I want you to lie to me, I'd say, well, then it's 525 because then you're going to get either one. one, So – So, But what that does is it gets people to say, I'm not going to do business with somebody else just because I didn't like the price you came up with. Now, the truth is, when we come up with our CMA, we're guessing. You know, I am completely happy to be wrong low, and it turns out that it's worth much more. That I'm not going to be worried about that. And I'm also worried and not worried about being wrong high and the house is worth less. You know why? Why? Because it's not my house. It's yeah. your house. <laughs> That's just a cruel joke. But, yes, but the reality cool. is I, I would rather be wrong low and not let you down. You know, that, that's the way that works. So then just so you guys get that uh, – the steps of that. So you you have to – the secret to that whole dilemma dialogue, which I – and I again, I don't know how Floyd thought that up. It's got all the elements so of sales yeah. in it. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. But you have to do that only if they've said, yes, Patty, I'm going to do business with you tonight. You're my agent. There is no doubt about that. 
if we can agree on a price. So you have to have that trial close for the listing before you're going to do anything like that. And then you've got to say that, you know, before we talk price, um, I've got a little bit of a element. Now, when fearless agents do the pricing, we never show anybody a CMA, okay, as you know. Now, every other agent does show CMAs, and the reason is they don't even have a listing presentation. So they think that's their presentation. So the reason to not show people a CMA is, would you ever really be interested, Patty, in the seller's analysis of your comps, for goodness sakes? No, of course not. And the appraiser is never going to be interested in your analysis of his comps, so that works both ways. (laughs) So if you don't want people to analyze your comps, you know, if you say, oh, this one here, it's sold down the street for uh, 420, and they go, oh, well, I've got the heavy-duty nails, and that one doesn't have that. I got curtains in my bathroom, and I put up the dog run and all that stuff, right? So don't let them analyze the comps and therefore you're not going to show them the comps. So we just hit them with a number. Now, the other thing you'd never do if you're a fearless agent is say, well, it's probably somewhere between 400 and 425. Because if you say somewhere between 400 and 425, they heard 450. Right. They didn't, they didn't hear the low number. They didn't even hear the high number. They only heard the one that was in their head. Yeah. So we just hit them with one number. So near as I can figure, fair market value is somewhere in the neighborhood of, oh, I don't know, 400. But I have an idea. And then we start the fearless agent pricing presentation. So the dilemma before I talk, I've got a little dilemma. So that gets them to say, "Uh Mm uh-oh, right? It gets their attention. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh, there's problems coming with the price. Now, first of all, the 430 – and the 400 are not that far apart. No. You know, it's the difference between, and like if somebody had a $40,000 condo, that's what fair market value is, and they told you, I think it's worth 43, you would not, you would not be going, oh my God, these people are psychotic. You know, that's normal. So thinking it's 430 when it's worth 400 is not far off. Even 450 is not that far off. You start getting above that, then you're a little bit bigger of a dilemma. So, but if they're real sellers, people who have to sell right now at fair market value, whatever that turns out to be, because they have to sell, then your problems are solved already. So, before we talk price, I've got a little bit of a dilemma. Can I share that with you? Sure. So, then you explain why we do the comps, okay? You say, uh, you know, when we were on the phone, I was asking you when I was booking this appointment, I was asking you a bunch of questions about your house. And I know you know why I was doing that. I was doing that because I was looking to find comparable homes that have sold in the same area recently. So please write that down. It's comparable homes in the same area recently. Now, and I know you know any house is only worth what other comparable homes have sold for in the same area recently. Now, here's the good news, Patty. Mm -hmm. The good news is I was able to find comparable homes. So we're not going to have to guess at your price. That's the good news. Now, I did run into one little snag, though. Here's the snag. When I was on the phone with you, I asked you, how much do you think your house would sell for? Remember, I asked you the million dollar. Yeah. And you said 430. 430. Yeah. 
So that presented a little bit of a problem, okay? So then I went back, and then I'm explaining why I do the comps, okay? So you explain why you do comps. You hit them with the good news. You tell them about the snag. And I couldn't come anywhere close to the 430, but that's not my – now, the reason I say I couldn't come anywhere close is because I did come close. That's why I'm saying that. I want her to freak out a little right. bit. So when I say 400, she goes, oh, I that's not that talking, big a deal. Yeah, because right. when she told me 430, she knew that was a load of crap. She knew that wasn't true. She was hoping that that would sway me up on my opinion of the value of her house. And uh, it didn't, of course, right? Normal agents, mere mortals, probably it would have, but not fearless agents. No, no fearless means fearless. So, So we're going to make her worried a little more than necessary, but I couldn't come anywhere close to the 430, but that's not my problem. That's not my dilemma. My dilemma is this. I'm on my way over here, and I'm thinking, do I tell Patty what she wants to hear? In other words, lie to her, knowing that I'm going to have to let her down later, or should I level with you? In other words, be honest, knowing that I might lose the listing to another agent who might not be honest. So I just decided I'm going to leave it entirely up to you. Do you want me to lie to you or level with you? <laughs> that is it's absolute sales genius. So the the other thing that, that Floyd taught me was something called the wholesale retail pyramid. Now, by the way, if any of the stuff we talk about um, on this podcast makes sense to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you were open to the idea of having some help with that. If you would like to learn more, you can always call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And let's just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do, if that would even be a good fit. So 480-385-8810. And by the way, Floyd, his company, they do uh, – not coaching the way I do it. They do training programs for companies. So if they come out and they do a multi-week program for your Century 21 or your Remax, and if you're interested in that, you should go to floydwickman.com. I highly recommend that. If you ever have a chance to see Floyd at a speaking event, I highly recommend that. Uh, great, 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 great company. So Floyd taught me this thing, and uh, it was called the Wholesale Retail Pyramid. Now, that's not what I teach in Fearless Agent. We have a pricing presentation, which I think most people think is the most amazing presentation mm -hmm. of all the Fearless Agent presentations. I, I'm not so sure that's really true, but it's, it's probably more impressive to realtors than it is to regular clients, but they all think it's amazing. But how did I think that up? Well, it's because Floyd taught me how to think. So he, he does this thing called the Wholesale Retail Pyramid. So draw two big circles right next to each other, left and right, at the top of a piece of paper. And then below that, write, draw a big triangle, kind of like a jack-o'-lantern face, okay? And then break the triangle into, what, draw one, two, three lines, 
in that big triangle horizontally. So the top peak of the triangle says 70, below that it says 80, below that it says 90, below that it says 100. So the base of the triangle horizontally says 100, then 90, then 80, and 70 at the top. And then put the word price at the left and time on the right. So then in those two circles, on the left one write wholesale, and on the right one write retail. Okay, And then at the peak between those two, at the peak of the pyramid between those two circles, write YLP. So what I want to do is show you, Patty, how successful sellers choose their price, okay? Now, when I say successful sellers, I'm not talking about these people over here on this expired list, am I? No. No, I'm talking about people that were actually able through to, to go through with their plans. So successful sellers all know that there are three prices on every house, okay? So the first one is wholesale. Now, that's the price that an all-cash investor would pay for your house to turn it around quickly for a profit, okay? The next price is retail. Now, retail is always based on one thing and one thing only, and that is what other comparable homes have sold for recently in the exact same area, okay? Any questions so far, Penn? No. Okay. And then the third price is your list price. And your list price is based on one thing and one thing only, and that is how long you actually want it to take for you to get your money. So let's take them one at a time, okay? Okay. So now we're going to do them in a different order, okay, just so you know. So now we go to retail, okay? So retail, now if I was going to do a CMA, which I would never do, this is when I would break that out. Now I would say retail, you know, I did what all agents do. We do this thing called a market analysis. The difference is I do it correctly, okay? <laughs> so uh, near as I can figure, fair market value for your house is somewhere in the neighborhood of, I don't know, probably 400 Okay, so this might be the place where Floyd taught me, you know, this is where they get up and they rant and rave and the husband said, I knew it. I know, you know, this is, you know, that one down the street. I got the heavy duty curtains and the, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. So, so they say, by the way, Patty, we have not talked about your house yet. Okay. 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 So then wholesale. Wholesale is the price that an all-cash investor would pay for your house to turn it around quickly for a profit. So the wholesale person that buys your house, they're going to take fair market value, which is $400. they are going to subtract a fair profit, so maybe that would be $50,000. they are going to subtract all the costs of buying it and you know, fixing some stuff or you know, changing some stuff, and maybe that's another fifty. So the wholesale person would probably pay 300. Right. By the way, Patty, if I could get you $300,000 in one day, would you take it? No. Okay, of course you wouldn't. Now, what if she said, well, if you could get me 350 
in one day. Then you guys know what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to say, okay, seller agrees and understands that the buyer is a licensed agent in the state of, you know how that goes. Okay. So then, but what that does is she has heard the highest price now she has heard is 400 and now she's heard the word 300. Right. Okay. So rather than these crazy people that show expired comps and these higher numbers and all that, that's insane. So that's what wholesale is, okay? Mm-hmm. Then, you, then there's your list price. And again, your list price is based on one factor and one factor only, and that's how long you actually want it to take for you to get your money. So what successful sellers know, and again, I'm not talking about the people on this expired list. I'm talking about the people that were able to go through with their plans. They understand the relationship with pricing and timing. So down at the bottom where it says 100, if you give me 100% of the time that it takes in this market, which is 120 days, average days on the market, then I can get you 100% of fair market value. If Now, you told me you needed your money quicker than that in 90 days. Then maybe it would take 90% of fair market value to get it in 90, in that part of the time and quicker yet 80 and quicker to 70. But I'll leave it entirely up to you, Patty. Mm. How long do you actually want it to take for you to get your money? So see how that works? I'm not asking you how much we're going to ask for your house. I'm asking you how long we want it to take. Now, in the fearless agent pricing presentation, that element is in there. We do the callback. You guys will see that in a future episode here, of course. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts about that, Patty? It's, it's While a, I drink coffee. It's more it's cumbersome to me than, the other, than using the other method, but it's good. Because you start out with those lower numbers so it doesn't sound so scary when you come in with the real number. There's a lot going on here. A, it's, it's too I, much. Think, I think a lot of the people that learned this like I did don't appreciate how he's doing this, okay? Right. So it's wholesale, mm-hmm. retail, your list price and then doing it in the reverse order where you start with a higher price. Then you go mm-hmm. down from there to wholesale. It's absolute it's, pure genius. It's, it is genius. It's just cumbersome. <laughs> It, you know, it is cumbersome, but I use this. Yeah. This is what I did yeah. before I invented the the, the pricing presentation yeah. for Fearless Agent, which is pure genius. Which of that, course, you yeah. know that. Yeah. So um, what other questions do you have about pricing, Patty? I don't, I don't have any other questions. What are, the, what are the disaster stories that you've noticed about realtors have when they price things badly? Well, it's always, it's always the overpriced. It, it, the ex- for me, it was always about trying to get the listing, just wanting to have a listing on the market, just wanting to get my sign in the yard, make the client happy. I knew what they wanted, so I gave them what they wanted, and it was all an ego trip <laughs> for me. That's right. Lesson learned. You know, what, I, what I want all of you to do is have the experience that I had when I was an agent, and that was every single listing of mine sold, almost every seller was a raving fan and sent me a steady stream of referrals. And it all happened because I did a bunch of upfront work that other agents weren't willing to do. The other agents thought, if I give them a higher price, they'll like me more. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is they don't like you more. 
Right. You know, they, they yeah. when you overprice the house and then you have to lower the price and then happy. you have to lower it again, they're never happy. No. They're never bragging to their no. friends how great you are. When, when you get a whole bunch of offers right away and you end up bidding them up and selling the house for tens of thousands of dollars more than worth, then they're happy. Right. So just to do the presentation is what – like I got off the phone with um, the coaching student a minute ago. She's brand new, but she she broke a cardinal rule of real estate. And what it was was she she went on a listing appointment, listed the house, and then did this. We're going to wait a couple of – weeks to put it on the market. Mm-hmm. Absolute death, mm-hmm. okay? So she prices it at 450, but they're waiting. Now nothing is happening. They think mentally, "Oh, we've listed our house and nothing is happening." And that's happening because she chose to just say, "Oh yeah, let's wait until we get the photos and okay. do all this stupid crap." So the the house right next door the next day goes on the market and they listed it that day. And they end up selling it for more than she had listed it for. And they got multiple offers right away. So her guess at fair market value was a little low maybe. And maybe strategically she priced it low. Well, then that seller talks to the other seller. And now she's jammed up because she waited. Now, the buyer who bought the house next door for four eighty seven. He never got to see her house. Why was that? Oh, she forgot to put it on the market after it was listed. I mean, holy cow. What in the world were you thinking? So that waiting, that coming soon baloney. Oh, my God. By the way, that's becoming illegal. The coming soon. They're taking that away. Thank you, little baby Jesus. Oh, my God. That scammy crap is going away. I lost a lot of money to one of those. So here's the deal, gang. If you – can't, if you would like to check out our coaching, you can call me anytime, 480-385-8810. I'm always nice to people when they call. Do you know that? You really are. I really am not like I am on the air. You're not like, you treat me differently. Nothing like, oh, no, I treat you like garbage. That's different. That's a whole different thing. She's an employee, for goodness sakes. Come on. Partner is actually the truth. But uh, if you would like to check us out, go to fearlessagent.com, watch our webinar, watch all the videos on all the pages there. Go to fearlessagent.tv and hit subscribe. Uh, Subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already at fearlessagentpodcast.com and give us a five-star review if you would. And I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Uh, again, you can call me anytime, 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. I probably will answer it. If not, I'll call you right back. And uh, until next week, what are the three things we always do? Have you learned them yet, Ben? We have fun. We always have fun. We be humble. We be humble. And we be fearless. We be fearless. Thanks, gang. <laughs> Bye-bye.